All right, welcome back to tonight's coverage of Merrimack Hockey right here at WSMN. And joining us is uh, the color analyst for tonight's broadcast on WBIN Television. It's uh, uh, the, the uh, former coach of UMass and also Princeton, uh, longtime coach in the scene, obviously. It's uh, Don Tutkahuna. First of all, Coach, uh, have you done radio television before? I mean, uh, it seems like you'd be a natural at this. Well, I... I've had the opportunity to be interviewed just as I am right now, and so I, I, I feel confident enough to be able to discuss the game and yeah. some of the people involved in the game, but this itself will be a whole new process and a whole new procedure. So it's going to be interesting, and I'm learning on the, on the job. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. I mean, what's the preparation like for a broadcast like this? Well, I spoke to both coaches, and that's probably the biggest advantage I have is I have a working relationship yeah. with most of the coaches in college hockey and certainly in Mark and Jack, uh, a, a long and, and very uh, formal and enjoyable relationship has been developed over many years. Mark I worked with at Princeton and at UMass, and Jack I worked with at BU for several years. So I think I was able to ask them very poignant questions and get direct answers in return. Yeah. So that, I, I think, is the biggest advantage. Well, tell us how you see the game tonight. BU and Merrimack, it, it's a pretty good test early on in the season for both clubs. Uh, well, I, th I think it's got all the makings of a great contest. You've got two programs that are off to very good starts. Uh, BU's played uh, four games in Hockey East and, and I believe has six points. And, uh, and, and Merrimack's played five games and has seven points, or it might be three and four games. Yeah. But they have a number of points that are only a point apart. They also have the makeup of teams that look like they're going to sustain the level of play. Mm -hmm. In the last four games, Merrimack's, uh, you know, 3-0-1. If you want to call a tie a blemish, it was against a very competitive Vermont team. Uh, and, and, and BU lost their, their only game at North, at North Dakota. And I thought that they played very well in that game and lost late and then came back the next night and came from behind and won. So you've got two teams playing at a high level uh, that have interesting makeup, some young players uh, with a few veterans sprinkled in to be able to steady the forces. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you then, I mean, we're about eight games into the season, so already, I mean, it seems like the season just started, and we're already about a quarter of the way in, but, uh, you know, some things that we see so far, like from this Merrimack team, one of the biggest questions was, were they going to be able to put the puck in the net? And they've been able to do that so far. In fact, a lot of people will be surprised to take a look and see they're at the top of the list in the league in, in goal scoring. And, I mean, in, in your experience, you get a quarter of the way in, I mean, things that you see from your team, does that tend to be the way that things go the rest of the season? Well, that's an interesting question in that uh, if players keep the same focus yeah. and if they if they avoid injury and if, if you uh, you know maintain a level of confidence and commitment to you know what you're doing, mm -hmm. I think it's it, it, it's a pretty good indicator. And on the other side of the coin, teams get to you know watch you on on tape and, and maybe counter some of the things that have led to your successes. Yeah. Uh, but I think in both uh, BU and Merrimack's instance, uh, I think what you see is what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jordan Haywood's going to be a real good offensive threat on the blue line mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. Uh, I think Mike Collins has proven that he's nifty and has a really good idea in hockey IQ, and he's going to score goals. Right. So I think those things are pretty much a constant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. You mentioned both of those guys. They're both juniors, and one of the things that I, I feel like I've noticed over the, the years that I've been watching is that, you know, whether you're a freshman, you have freshmen that come in, have a certain talent level. Sophomores, it seems a lot of guys 
sophomore to junior year, that's the big jump. I mean, is, is there any validity to that? Oh, I think there is. I think they, they've been through a couple of years of the battle, and sometimes the battle is just overcoming their own insecurities and becoming confident in who they are as a player. And then physically their bodies develop as well. In right. those two years, they can really change their body and improve their speed, improve their strength, uh, and just have a whole better uh, you know, perspective on what they need to do to succeed. Right. Uh, another question I wanted to ask you about, I mean, it's been a little bit that's been written recently about you know, Dan Shack, who's the, uh, the supervisor of officials, and then obviously Coach Parker would be you. Talked a little about diving in the league and so on, and I'm interested to ask you as, as a coach who's been in the league and been in the game for a while so you're watching a game out there and you know what's how, how do you recognize a dive when it's happening well i just think we know the strength of the players and when when a when a stick is just you know casually going across someone's shin pads or you know and all of a sudden that guy's dropping to the ice yeah. you know that there hasn't been that resistance that would pull a player with that strength and that we know the training they go through and it just seems like players go down conveniently in certain instances without a big tug or a big pull. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, when there's a blatant trip or a blatant pull, tug, hook, it needs to be called. Yeah. Do you think that it is a problem that needs to be looked at more? I think it's, it, 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 it's, it's cyclical, and it seems like it happens within the year. There's a few-week period there where you have a couple of instances, yeah. and, and, and then everybody takes note, and the coaches try to coach it out of the game. Right. Uh, you know, there might be the argument that there's a coach or two here or there that coaches it into the game. But the people that I know in the sport, I don't think they want to see it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, last question then here tonight's game. Uh, give me one or two keys for both clubs. Well, I think puck possession is critical. And, you know, BU's ability to adapt to this rink, Merrimack plays very well in their own rink. This is clearly one of the toughest rinks in all of college hockey to come in and, and play. But BU's ability to adapt, uh, uh, you know, to the rink and the puck possession piece, which team possesses the puck the most, they'll be the team that will have the most success offensively. And both teams like to protect the puck and do a good job with the puck. So that's going to be an interesting uh, challenge for both teams. All right, it should be a good one tonight. We wish you the best of luck and have a good broadcast. Thank you. (laughs)